Welcome to a place where you don't have to be perfect. But you're going to mess up. Everybody messes up and mm -hmm. that's okay. And there's grace for you too, even as a believer in Christ. A place where we talk about the Word of God. So no matter what Eve did in that moment, she still has the authority from God to crush Satan. Where we'll talk about real life and have fun doing it. Kristen, you need nourishment to <laughs> that's take care of him. <gasps> Um, take that back. <laughs> Uncrustables is part of my, my food pyramid. So welcome to the Upcycle Christian Podcast. We're glad you're here. Hey everybody, it's Heather. And it's Kristen. And welcome back to the first episode of season two. I know. I am so excited. It has been way too long. How was your break? Mm, not good. Aww. <laughs> um, it was... It was a break. It was mm -hmm. a break. I know you know um, what's been going on. We start. We were originally supposed to record uh, two weeks ago. Right. But unfortunately, Grandpa passed away, and you, we, I took some time, mm -hmm. and I thank you for understanding. I know you of would. Of course. Yeah. Family first. But um, it was hard because we, and I was mm -hmm. so hopeful for like, I was like, yes, we're going to have this break. We're going to be refreshed and everything. Right. And literally, like, we went on break and grandpa was pretty much in the hospital the entire time. So I'm was, so sorry. Thank you. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I think it's very funny because when... Because I did get some planning done. And mm -hmm. before season one had ended, I had kind of come up with um, some of the topics of episodes that right. I wanted us to talk about. And one of those topics was grief, growing mm -hmm. in grief, grief specifically. And the funny thing is, is that I had no plans on talking about my grandpa. That was not even a thought. Because it was very unexpected for us to lose him. Right. And I was going to come on here tonight and talk about how it was when I lost my mom. Mm -hmm. Which was almost eight years ago now. And I think it's just so crazy how, like, I had prepared to come on and talk about all this stuff. And now I'm talking about it in a different light. Right. You know what I mean? Well, do you feel comfortable sharing with the audience a little bit about your grandpa? Yeah. Um, it was, you know, he struggled with dementia. And I think that was kind of the hardest thing because, mm -hmm. like, when you have somebody with Alzheimer's or dementia, like, you lose them way before they pass. Right. And it was a year ago I actually tried taking him to Sun and Fun because mm -hmm. he loved planes. He he was in the army. He um, I was just passionate of his. He loved watching planes. He would talk yeah. about being in the army like it was. A, he loved talking about it. So I was like, awesome. We'll take him to Sun and Fun. He'll absolutely mm -hmm. love this. Sun and Fun was a disaster. Aww. And it was that moment that I knew that the grandpa I grew up with was not the grandpa that was there that day oh i'm sorry you know and so it was yeah. one of those things where you kind of had to mourn mm -hmm. losing the person that i grew up with and you know one of the people that raised me right and realizing okay i've got to get to know this new person 
mm-hmm. you know, because my grandpa, he was still very funny, um, sometimes crude. He would just say what was on his mind. He had no filter whatsoever. Um, and he enjoyed simple things like watching the clouds or, you know, mm-hmm. call, he would talk to anybody. He would sit out in the garage and talk to anybody um, that walked by. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very funny um, because you kind of can see it, how God works. Like when you look back and see things, Andy and I, we don't go on many date nights, you know. Mm-hmm. When you got yeah. four kids, like... You had to it, find a babysitter. Exactly. And usually it's, you know, the grandparents or whatever, but right. Andy's mom also has 15 other grandchildren. Yeah. And so we just, and you know, we're family, family kind of people. So we usually just go out and do family trips. We actually had a date night planned one night. The kids were going over to Andy's mom for a cookie mm-hmm. cutter party. Yeah, and yeah. We were on our way to the date, and I got a call from my grandmother frantic that he had gotten out and he had wandered off. And I remember it. And with Alzheimer's and dementia, like they don't know where they are, they get confused. Yeah. Um, they can get very scared and irritable. Andy and I spun around, drove back to Lakeland, and looked for two hours look for him we had the police out there helicopter man the whole neighborhood thank goodness for the neighborhood that my family lives in because everyone was out there helping us look wow it's a very tight-knit community and i don't think you find that a lot in today's day and age but it was so refreshing that we had so many people out there and we did find him Mm -hmm. and he they wanted to take him into the hospital just to get his vitals checked to make get him yeah. you know some fluids he was dehydrated so we said okay and he ended up i guess when we got to the hospital he ended up having a seizure and that was the start of pretty much everything it yeah. was a 2 month long hospital yeah. stay he had about 8 days where he was in a skilled nursing facility but of course that ended up back at the hospital mm-hmm. and um unfortunately he ended up passing and it was it was a shock none of us expected it the mm-hmm. doctor didn't even expect it and um but i i tell you what's funny is the morning um well a couple of days before he passed my grandma had a procedure done being done at the hospital as well mm-hmm. and I took her for that, and I said, you know, while I'm waiting here, it'll be a couple hours, I'll go up and sit with my grandpa. Yeah. So I sat the morning with him, and he was like, I'm so excited to see you. He was so happy to see me. And he said, it was like he recognized me, which, for anyone who has, you know, a family member with dementia or Alzheimer's, you know, like, you cherish those moments because you don't get them. And he... um, he just kept saying, I'm so glad you came in to see me. I'm so glad Aww. you came to see me. And he held my hand and we just talked. And, uh, you know, it was just so nice to have that moment. Yeah. And then the morning um, I got there of the day he passed, he the nurse said, um, are you his granddaughter? And I said, yeah, because he was asleep at this point. She goes, he's been asking for you all morning. Aww. And I was like, 
really? Like, it was just one of those things that, like, I'm so... Why were you so shocked? Because he hasn't recognized me in a very long time. Yeah, but you've also been the primary caregiver. But the funny thing about that is he thinks that I'm hired help. (laughs) And he, every time I would come over, um, every time that I would take him to a doctor's appointment Mm -hmm. or even just hang out and cook, he would ask me how many other patients I have. He would ask me if I'm busy. Um, He literally thought this was my job. And so it had been a long time since he had recognized me as his granddaughter. Aww. And so for me to, like, be able to have that, yeah, it meant so much. And Aww. it was like, I'm good. I know. It's, it's been a lot, you know. And, you, and when I think about it, I'm like, it's only been two weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy to me. Like, well, so since this episode is about grief, how are you right now? So, like you said, it's been two weeks. You've kind of had enough time to go through. Like, what emotions have you felt? Um, I feel like I have felt them all. Mm-hmm. I have. I was. I was devastated, and it was hard because I think I was mourning not only for myself but then for my grandma too, mm-hmm. because she's still here. Yeah. And at that age, you know, and I'm not at losing someone at any age is terrible, but. That's not that's not an age where you go out and you find someone and you right. you know what I mean like you remarry. That was your forever love. That was yeah. her forever love. Mhm. And you know that was the one person that she had for her entire life. You know and I, yeah. I mean um so that and I'm very close with my grandma. Yes. You know she pretty much helped raise me and so for me to like see her lose that person, mm-hmm. it was very hard. And so I was devastated because not only am I like, I'm so sad and I'm crying, but then I'm like trying to comfort her. And then it hit me that I had to come home and tell the kids, two of my kids that yeah. are old enough to understand. Yeah. And Ashley has a very <laughs> strong relationship with grandpa. Mm-hmm. And so then I felt hurt for her and I, I was like, how do I like kind of not, I, cause I didn't want to suppress my feelings. You know what I mean? Like I did not want to shove all that down to help her. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of us sitting and crying together because I wanted her to know that it's okay to cry. Yeah. Like it was, oh, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to right. wish it didn't happen. It's you know, we're allowed to be selfish in that moment. You know what I mean? Like, you, um, we, and I always think back to, um, when Lazarus died in the Bible, you know, it says Jesus wept. Mm -hmm. And that's somebody who knows, like, what's going to happen after death. What's going to happen after death. He knows the glory of heaven and all that the kingdom has to offer Yeah, but you can still... But he was, he still showed emotion. Right. He was still so, you know, overcome. And so I think I find a lot of comfort in knowing that, like, I don't, yes, like, and I know people will say, like, oh, they're in a better place. That's fine, but I'm not. You know what I mean? And right. you are allowed to feel selfish in that moment, and you're allowed to cry, and, you know, you're allowed to 
give yourself that time to just mm-hmm. say, this stinks. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, uh, you can be not want to be in that situation and everything like that. Um, I got angry um, about a lot of things. Angry that I wasn't there, you know, angry. And it's like, I yeah. And you have to work through that. My number one thing is don't suppress any emotion. Mm-hmm. Going through grief, don't suppress any emotion. Lean um, into God's word and what it says and, and the comfort that that, that will bring. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, I know that he is in such a better place now. Right. With but that, yeah. I can't you know, I'm still allowed to feel those feelings and I'm not going to suppress them because that's just when it gets dangerous. And then you, you know, you end up with unresolved trauma and you can Mm -hmm. fall into depression and all this kind of stuff. And that's not where, you know, yeah, it's not where we should be. So, um, where are you at now? Today? I'm good. Yeah. It's a day by day thing. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's important to realize too. You are, cause like with my mom, I felt guilty for smiling. Like, I felt guilty for... Um, having fun. Having fun. And be, and I had a I had a one-year-old when she passed. Right. And so, I felt guilty for, like, taking her to the park and, like, enjoying Aww. life with her. Because I felt like people would think that I wasn't sad that my mom passed because I was out having fun. Right. And that's not the case. Like, take your time to enjoy the little things laugh and smile and Mm -hmm. have fun family time yeah if family time um you know whatever whatever suits you best right you know it doesn't have to be whatever suits everybody else best because your morning can be different from somebody else's you know and yeah you're gonna work through your grief how you feel but it's important to work through it now um you know, a couple of days ago was hard. You get hit. It's like, yeah. it's waves. You, you know, you think you're fine. And then all of a sudden another or wave like a hits. holiday could come, mm-hmm. you, you know, or a memory or like yeah. one big thing for me was, um, we were having family time together. We were eating dinner together and I had to change Benjamin's diaper. And so I said, Oh, okay. And usually my grandma's like, just go in my room and change him because it's quieter. Mm-hmm. And I walked in there, and I went to go change him, and it hit me. Oh, you hadn't been in there yet? That his side of the room... And even though he had been in the hospital for a couple months and hadn't been at home, like, it hit me that he was never coming back to that room. Yeah. And it was, like, ugh, all over again. And I was very sad. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was hard, and then, like, I got quiet, and... My grandma's like, are you okay? Are you okay? And then I was like, yes, yes, yes. And then I ended up going home and I called her the next morning and I said, you know, I'm sorry for how I was. I said, it just hit me out of nowhere. And I said, I didn't want to, um, I said, I didn't want to bring anybody else down. So I got quiet, which looking back, I probably should have just told them so I could have told them instead of shutting them out. I will say one of the things about grief is Sometimes if you explain an emotion that you're feeling mm-hmm. to somebody else, maybe they're suppressing that. And maybe they're like, oh, thank you. Somebody finally brought it up. Yeah. You know, like maybe somebody needed you to be vulnerable in that moment. 
Yeah, that's a good point. Because things hit people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, because, and, you know, my sister and I were very similar, but very different, you know, and we, everybody grieves differently. And our dad, like, we grieve differently from our dad. And when my mom passed, like, that was hard for us to understand. Yes. He wanted, he he just kind of wanted to be on his own. Yeah. Whereas, like, me and my sister, we wanted to be with each other every waking minute and, you know... Like, I've been over at my grandma's house pretty much every day. Like, we've just been spending time together. I, like, I dyed her hair. I took her to Mm -hmm. Ikea. And, you know, we picked some things out. We, you know, I wanted to be able to be there because I knew there were going to be hard things to come. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, I was there when and when she picked out the urn and everything like that and then we went to ikea we got a nice shelf and i just wanted to make it as nice as possible Mm -hmm. and then if she was gonna cry she could cry with somebody who and like like my my grandma and i talk all about it all the time i'm like for the past two months especially it's been her and i Mm -hmm. like going up to the hospital talking to this doctor talking to that doctor and right so it's like, it was so weird. That was the other thing. It was so weird. The first day we didn't have to go to the hospital. Yeah, like what are you going to do now with the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what do we do? I remember um, when I lost my uncle mm-hmm. and I had stayed in hospice, so I was there when he passed away. Yeah. And that first morning we went to get gas and it was my great aunt, she's much older, um it was kind of like wow it's the first time you're pumping gas you think of things like in very weird ways you're like it's the first time i'm grocery shopping without or yeah you know like oh you know everybody has their thing yeah you know what i mean like absolutely think about the littlest details now Mm -hmm. yeah oh yeah and so and you were in hospice whenever he passed now have you ever had somebody pass and you weren't there when no. it happened um anybody like there's been three people that have passed i've always been there you have oh, okay like, so, like um when my uncle was in hospice i slept on the floor mm-hmm. when my grandma had cancer i slept on her pullout couch yeah and then my great grandma i was always there yeah i just wondered because i um we did not make it to the hospital in time no but you were there see i think I think maybe, like, not in the physical moment you were there, but yeah. you were the caregiver. You were at the oh, hospital yes, every day. Yes, you yes. were at the appointments. You know, like, you were there. Mm-hmm. But Even if you weren't at the physical hospital when it happened, mm-hmm. you were still there. Yeah. It And I, I you know, yes. and I don't want you to put any, like, oh, I wasn't there. Whatever no, you were doing in that knew. moment. Yeah. Don't, don't even think... It wasn't important or do you know what I mean? God no. has a reason and then and uh just Yeah. A way that he plans things. Yeah. For us. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not it's not that I didn't um it was that I struggled really hard with like um this is gonna sound so crazy, but I struggled with like coming to terms with like him passing mm-hmm. because I wasn't there. And then I got really defensive because mm-hmm. I've been his caretaker for the past 
year I've been with him and my grandma. Right. And the past two months, my grandma and I, you know, been by his side every day. Yeah. And so I struggled really hard with, like, I got on the defensive, like, who was in here? Like, what happened? Like, I, because uh. that morning we were told by his doctor, he's fine. He got a clean bill of health. Wow. And they, um, because we had also talked about, he was in a skilled nursing facility and we said, we didn't think that was the right decision to send him back. And, you know, we, we talked about, um, different options and stuff and, um, you know, hospice and there with hospice house, you can't go into hospice house unless, you know, you're actively, you know, in the stages of passing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they denied us that because he was not actively in the stages. Yeah. And so that's why it was such a shock. Aww. And I got real defensive, and I was like, "Who is in here? Like, what happened? Yeah. Like, I could, I could not wrap my brain around it. Well, like, I couldn't understand it. And I know I'm not meant to understand it, right? But I think with my mom, I was there. You okay, know, I was holding her hand. We we were all like, yeah. my dad, and my sister, and I were there. And so there was no second guessing. There was no, right. and like my grandpa was vulnerable. You know, he mm. was he sometimes got confused and scared and stuff like that and with the dementia and everything so i was i was very protective of my grandpa and so i was like who did something i was ready to square up <laughs> i was so mad i was i was upset i was mad i was like this doesn't make any sense i didn't want to believe anything they said mm-hmm. i went into like a spiral of all these conspiracy theories in my head there you know what i mean like i yeah. felt like i didn't do enough Oh, you did. You did more than enough. I know that. I know that now. Yeah. But it was um. In that moment, that was raw. I was ready to square up. <laughs> with you've been, any you've been through a lot. In the break since season one. Yeah. You've been through a lot. Yeah, in two months. Yeah. I've gone. It's been a whirlwind. Well, the day after, Heather <laughs> served at church. The day after. And I felt so bad because I don't have Heather as we're friends on Facebook, but mm-hmm. I'm not following her. And I guess like with the Facebook al- algorithm, mm-hmm. you ha- like if you want to see somebody as top number one all the time when you go on Facebook, you have to be following them. Yeah, you got to like put it. I don't think I have you know option. what I mean? Yeah, you got to click the dots. Oh. I'll, sh- I'll show you. So I wasn't following Heather at the time. We were just friends. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And then um, Heather had posted a status in a picture about her grandpa, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen it. Which I didn't even want to post. I didn't. Right. And I, I didn't text any, but I wanted my my own time yeah. to process that. And unfortunately, um, somebody tagged me in a post oh. on Facebook, um, which was family from uh, England, which right. were his relatives. Right. And they were sending their condolences. And as soon as I went up on Facebook, this is the power of social media. Oh, yeah. My phone started blowing up. What happened? What's going on? Da, 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 da. Like, we had told immediate family yeah. that needed to know. Um, so then I, I was just like, you know, my dad and my sister and I were like, okay, well, we'll just post on mm-hmm. social media so that we can kind of shut our phones off and not have to look at them well me and heather are in a very weird dynamic not only do we do the podcast together and we are (laughs) friends she watches my kids early in the morning for worship practice yeah 
And I don't know why I was in such a good mood that day. I don't I don't even remember what I told Andy. What the, Oh, I know. Yeah, what it I know was. exactly why you were in okay. a good mood. Okay, so let, let me go back a little bit. Saturday I was at school all day. This is why mm-hmm. I didn't see your status. I was yeah. at school all day. I was just burnt out. Yeah. And then um while I was at school at the church, I ended up um sneaking in the sound booth and I saw that Heather and Andy won volunteer spotlight of the month at our church. Yeah. And our congregation is um it's very big like for an assemblies of god church it's very big so for them to win volunteer spotlight it's a huge deal it's an honor when i saw them on the thing i was so happy and i'm like she's gonna have a great day you know i'm not even thinking anything of it meanwhile i'm sobbing in my living room (laughs) i'm so sorry um trust me i'll get to that part in the story and then so i walk into the room and i think i have the kids duncan or something and then i i see heather's husband in the room andy and i'm like hey you make sure to tell heather to have an awesome day and and it's gonna be the best day ever and then he looks at me and he's like yeah she's in the bathroom like i'll tell her when she gets out (laughs) he's just thinking that kristen's gotta screw loose or something and i'm like i wonder why he's being i really was thinking that like i wonder Mm -hmm. what's going on but whatever so we do the worship practice together and then um i think i saw on your facebook right no i um after that i actually went and served in the baby room and that's when oh i still don't know yet okay still don't know okay you're putting me like a crazy person (laughs) okay heather's in the baby room they call her out now at that point um one of the other pastors had come up to me and had found out and given us condolences and and asked do you want to serve like i can get somebody else to come in here and in that moment i said no like this is very therapeutic for me i just wanted to be doing something yeah and who doesn't like to cuddle a baby so but they ended up dragging her out. They for, pulled me out, and I thought they yeah. were pulling me out for the full service. And I was, are you serious? I was like, I was fine to serve. I, I like, had my arms folded. I was fine to serve. And then, you like. You didn't notice you, like, you guys were on the front row, right? No, I just thought she, I just thought I got sat there out of convenience. And no. then I turned around to, like, look around, because I knew that Kristen was in the sound booth. <laughs> and I look at her, and then I see her oh, just smile. Like and she, Yeah points right to me and i'm thinking and okay kristen uh, just kristen loves me and she's just normally like that with me so i didn't think anything of it and um then we found out yeah well i pressed the slide button which is like it's so weird how this dynamic is so i i click the button and then i'm like you know congratulations you got volunteer spotlight yeah and then um my husband sometimes serves next to me on lights and he's like oh they definitely knew andy got a new jacket andy looks awesome oh no he had had that jacket and i'm like oh cool you know i said but i don't think they knew because the slide just came out you know we had no idea so then i still don't know and then, after I serve in the baby room for first service, second service, I go serve on hospitality team, and I'm holding over the front door and, you know, greeting people and whatnot. Yeah, I come over happy as can be. Congratulations. She's like, congratulations. Give me a hug. And I was like, yeah, thanks. And I said, I said, I, I, uh, I, was, a, I was a bit emotional because of what happened yesterday. And then Kristen's like, what happened yesterday? <laughs> It's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's just like, how does a whole 
day and a half go by. We'll talk about this on my burnout episode. Yeah. But a whole day and a half. And I told... I told Chris and I said, my grandpa passed yesterday. And you would have thought that, like... I mean, she her face just completely changed. Like, yeah. she felt terrible. <laughs> terrible. Which, I, you didn't have to feel terrible. I yeah, but you came early to church to watch the kids. Mm-hmm. You were already serving in the baby room. I'm over there pointing at you like a crazy lady. <laughs> but I, it made me feel oh. so good to serve. I'm sure. And then you got the volunteer spotlight. Which, which I had no idea. They didn't do that on purpose. No. Yeah, that's pre-planned. Yeah, that's what we found out. And, um... But isn't that beautiful how it's like God knew that you were going to need that right on that Sunday? Mm-hmm. And the pastor who was preaching that day, I didn't even know was preaching. Mm-hmm. And when I went to go to the bathroom, he said, oh, good morning. And I was like, morning. And he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yep. And uh, then he was like, no, you're not. Called me out on yeah. it. And I started bawling. And I said, my grandpa just passed yesterday yeah and i said i don't know what to do and he didn't say anything that was like oh you know yeah it gets better oh you know just pray right. about it. he gave me a hug and he said i'm i'm sorry that really stinks mm-hmm. and he and then he said this something and nobody else has ever like in any grieving process and i'm gonna take this now but he was like what was your favorite memory of him right because he just wanted, like, to share that moment with me. And it was just so nice to think about. It's so funny because I already know what pastor. Yeah. I, before, from the very beginning when you first started talking. And that he speaks knew, so highly of his character. He, I, hands down, I, I tell Andy all the time, I said, he is the father figure that, like, is, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that I could ever want you know what i mean like he's so just genuine and yeah i just him his wife i just adore them and so he knew in that moment Mm -hmm. he knew in that moment that they were going to be announcing that we were volunteers spotlight yeah and i was just well you should have seen us in the booth after we were all like oh I I thought you would have known because Andy asked for prayer from Pastor Deer. So I thought you would have known. I thought he did that like all together. But apparently he did that privately. Yeah. So. Yeah. You were probably looking at me like, man, this girl's cold. (laughs) I'm like, okay, so. She's cold. Guess we're not friends anymore. I can't no. (laughs) You got to come back for part two for the burnout episode. Yeah. Because I think that will connect the dots to that. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm good today. Every day is different. And I think that's just important to know. I mean, like, lean into God's word. I know I've been doing that a ton. Mm -hmm. Um, Just spending time with him. Like, Well, now that you said it was the greatest thing of the grievance process, I must know something different than you told the pastor. What is your second favorite memory? Okay, my second favorite memory, let me see, okay, so mm-hmm. this one time, my grandpa loved to fish, right, um, and he took us grandkids, me and my sister, my cousin, actually a couple of my cousins, 
there was probably like five of us grandkids. He took mm-hmm. us to the Skyway Fishing Pier to go fishing. Like when we went fishing, we went fishing. Mm-hmm. Like packing lunches, we're there all day. And it was my sister's birthday, I'm pretty sure. So we went, and there <laughs> we went to go get stuff out of the car, like for lunch. He locked the keys in the car. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. How'd you get him out? Oh, my grandma had to drive all the way to the Skyway yep. Fishing Pier and come unlock the car for us. And I've got a picture of her standing there with <laughs> her arms crossed and all of us grandkids standing in front of the car, Aww. like, smiling. And um, it was just funny because we've never let him forget it. Oh, But, yeah. Yeah, the Skyway is a drive. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Easily 45 minutes. Because then you got to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and my grandma's at home trying to get ready for my sister's birthday. Aww. <laughs> and she's got to come unlock the car. She was so upset that day. It's a long drive. She was like, are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it was Aww, great. That's a beautiful memory. Yeah. Grandpa's, uh, grandpa's full, of, uh, full of them. I actually... Um, one of my teaching jobs, I worked mm. in the same preschool that he worked at as a, he was there, like, uh, Mr. Fix-It. He oh, fixed cool. everything. And loved, loved that job. His mm-hmm. handprints are actually in the cement. Aw, maybe you should go visit that. So, um, I actually keep in contact with a lot of the women there that worked with yeah. him and stuff like that. And so, when one of them posted about his passing on Facebook, the amount of people i had no idea it even existed the amount of parents oh that knew him that commented and knew him and said oh he was such a, a bright light in my child's life like he was so amazing like we mm-hmm. loved him that um that meant a lot Aww. to us so yeah but i'm good today good we'll see what the next days hold but yeah. um you know i think it's just important to let yourself feel the feelings lean in right. god's word and just you know what i mean like take comfort in that because you can find comfort in him that's good and that's what i'm that's where i'm at and i'm allowed to cry yeah whenever I'm not you want feel bad about no. it so but yeah that's it and i'm glad that we are back with season two yes episode one but we dedicate this first episode in loving memory of your grandfather. Yes, absolutely. And thank you for sharing all the memories. Yes, thank you for asking. And we love you guys. We cannot wait for the next episode. And we will see you next time. Bye. God bless. Bye.